think that at the end of it, what you figure out is like your true north. You figure mm-hmm. out like how to take advice, like how to debunk bad advice, how to say no, how to like coachability is a big thing that we look for, but it's also like we want somebody to be able to justify like we're not going to do that. And here's why <laughs> that's, that's really what yeah. we're, we're kind of hoping that, that startups figure out through the course of a week. This is found in the Rockies, a podcast about the startup ecosystem in the Rocky mountain region, the founders, funders, and contributors, and the stories of what they're building. I'm Les Craig from next frontier capital. Our guest today is Jenny Graff. Jenny is the executive director of Early Stage Montana, an accelerator program helping tech entrepreneurs grow faster and creating jobs to diversify and grow Montana's economy. In this episode, she is going to talk to us about what exactly an accelerator is, what is unique about Early Stage Montana, and what she thinks the future holds for Montana startups. Hi, Jenny. Hey, how are you doing, Les? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for joining us today. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about you and how you got started with Early Stage Montana? Yeah. So I, I live and work in Missoula, Montana. I, I have been in in and around Montana and the Northern Rockies ever since I, I was old enough to choose where I wanted to live. And so I came out here to the University of Montana for undergrad a long, long time ago. And, and state. My, I, I bought into the the old story that once you leave Montana, you're going to spend the rest of your career fighting to get back here. And so I, I was I was a little scared to leave. I never really, I mean, I moved around the Northern Rockies, like kind of growing my career, but never really uh, moved more than like a day's drive away from Montana. So what? I always knew I wanted to fight to stay here. I love it, Jenny. And I hear this so often from so many, so many folks that are now, it's like once they're in Montana, they're here forever kind of, kind of story. What, what is it? Like, what is the draw? Cause I think for some of our listeners that are maybe uh, outside of the Rockies, maybe that's why they're tuning in. Like what is so exciting about Montana and specifically Missoula? Missoula is such a great town. Yeah. I mean, obviously it's different for everybody. I mean, I was, I was eight years old and I was lucky enough to spend a lot of time in Montana growing up. And I'm pretty sure I proclaimed along with some friends of mine that we were going to move to Montana and we were going to go to go to school here. We were going to go to college in Montana. And I think for me, it was like, ah, I just, I'm just so in love with the, uh, with the scenery. And obviously the scenery was like the, the initial hook. And I just felt like more connected to the geography of this place than anywhere I've ever been. And so that was the initial hook. And then what's what's kept me here. And honestly, I've tried to leave less like there have been a million times that I've sworn off Missoula and I've been like, it's too hard here. I'm sick of working two jobs. I'm sick of being a bartender. I'm, I'm taking off. This is my time. And every time it's been the people that keep you here and awesome. it's friends and it's uh, it's a sense of community. And it's the fact that people you know, really care and want to give back and that there's just this, there's just something special about everything we've got. So the people in the community, I mean, such an important part of any early stage ecosystem, right? Any, 
whether it's tech or whether it's scrappy entrepreneurs trying to hustle to, to make a living, the people is, is always critical, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why I've been attracted to kind of a community building component of my work at early stage Montana is like, okay, I recognize like we've got some, some awesome, innovative companies that are trying to make it work here and they're, they're super scrappy, but how do we like, how do we connect everybody? I think that like at the end of the day, we're so used to having so much elbow room and being self-sufficient and keeping our heads down and, and doing an honest day's work that we kind of forget that that network and that community piece. And so I feel like what, what gets me going in the morning is making sure that like we all know that one another exists here and that there are resources that can help you kind of grow your company or find find co-founders or mentors or advisors right. or whatever that may be. Right. And I was trying to remember, I think we met probably six, six years or so ago when I moved to Montana. Tell us a little bit about kind of your time and what you were doing, working on sort of in the community leading up to uh, your, your most recent role, congratulations, as the executive director of Early Stage. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess like kind of going into like early in my career, like I started in sales and marketing and that's kind of what like what allowed me to keep food on the table essentially in my early in my career in Montana. And I always felt like entrepreneurship was the way to go here. I'm working two jobs and eventually someday if I want to make more than $40,000 a year, like I'm going to have to do this for myself. And I just... I never had the confidence. I never felt I have undergraduate degrees in anthropology and communications. And I just never felt like confident enough to to make the leap and to buy somebody's business or go into business for myself. And so I was always like like startup curious, if you will. And so I went to grad school. I I worked, I was working in healthcare marketing for Providence here in Missoula. And they had undergone like some some layoffs and we're giving employees some cash, like cash buyouts to, to take off and do something else. So I took it and I opted to go back to grad school, got my MBA, felt like, okay, maybe this is like the, the confidence boost that I need and the knowledge that I need in order to go to business for myself. And then it was like, basically that MBA education just gave me like a real kick in the pants. And it was this realization like, no, you're still not ready. And business is even more risky than you thought it was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta work for Missoula Economic Partnership for a while and like continue to kind of work with, work with growing companies. And so that was when I, that was when we met. I was yep. at Missoula Economic Partnership and I was just kind of, my role there was to, meet with all of the executives of high growth, high wage companies in Missoula County and kind of see what were barriers to their growth, what were their challenges and see if if I could move the needle on helping any of them with some of their challenges. So that was kind of how I I got exposed to to the ecosystem, if you will, and how I met you. And I think I loved the work at Missoula Economic Partnership, but I always really felt like this is a pretty big scope. Like it's really hard for me to move the needle here with like across all these industries. And so that's when I met Pat LaPointe, who was, uh, he's our board president and he was kind of the the brains and the motivation behind early stage Montana and getting the accelerator series off the ground. 
And he was putting together a Frontier Angels breakfast where the idea was that he would connect angel investors to startups that were seeking funding. And it just was like, oh, what, what, what a refreshing thing. Like at the end of the day, I knew that there were angel investors in Montana, but I didn't know like how to access them or what they were looking for. I didn't really know how to coach startups to kind of seek capital. And when Pat came and had ideas and had resources and had programs, it was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I all of a sudden have like a real kind of like place that I can send to our startups in Missoula. So, so that was fun. It was awesome to kind yeah, of cool. send scout and send startups to early stage Montana. And, and that's kind of my, my first exposure to what was happening there and angel investing and kind of the, the startup economy in Montana, if you will. Wonderful. I mean, speaking of the, speaking of the anthropology degree, I mean, you you may have studied the evolution of humans, but what you've just described is the evolution of the ecosystem here, right? I mean, so there it is. It's applicable. There it is. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, so I, so let's talk about it, that specifically. Like, if you rewind even seven eight years ago in Missoula, like what, or, or just in Montana in general, like. Early stage Montana didn't exist. Frontier Angels was around, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, how how have things really evolved for Montana entrepreneurs over the past yeah. decade? I mean, it's crazy. I remember like, okay, so like when we talk about ecosystems, like there's inputs in the ecosystem. So I'll kind of, I'll go back to that. So we, we talk about like, you need, you need talent. You need people that understand kind of how to start a company and want to go work for a tech company. Then you need funding. You need access to capital and risk capital in particular. You need the educational component. You need to have a lively scene. So you need to have like an events-based kind of program. And then you need mentors and you need incubation and acceleration programs. And when I started speaking about the evolution of our ecosystem, I would say, I mean, talent we had there were there were programs in place like Big Sky Code Academy that were like working to move the needle and get people like more interested in tech, but that was like pretty nascent there. Funding, I think Next Frontier, like in 2006, well, when did I start? 2015 yeah. was the first fund, yeah. Okay, yeah. so yeah, I was in 2016 yeah. is when I started at MEP. And so like, it was around, but I, I mean, I, I like barely kind of knew how to direct people to you guys and how to- I think we had made one investment at the time. <laughs> now, now we have 40. So yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's significantly changed. The events are popping up. There's a lot more interest. I mean, I think Early Stage Montana, the High Tech Business Alliance is doing a lot with regards to events and kind of getting moving the needle as far as like- PR and making people aware that this ecosystem like mentors at, at early stage Montana. That's really, you know, really where we try to work and like just build out a really robust network of mentors and advisors for startups that really understand the space. But then like as far as incubators and accelerator programs, like or co-working spaces, a lot of a lot of times like a precursor to an incubator is a co-working space, like 
none of those things existed. Like none of those supports were in place in 2016. And it's really only, honestly, I would say in the last like two years that we've kind of really started, <laughs> things have started changing, particularly with regards to co-working spaces and like mm-hmm. physical spaces. And then our accelerator program, we went a little dormant during COVID and now we're, we're back up and running. And, and how long, how long yeah. is, has your pro your program, how long has your program been been at it now for early yeah we started in 2018 so that was our first year yeah so and at this point i want to say like we've run about 24 companies through the accelerator the hyper accelerator program and had them pitch at the statewide showcase over 30 years or over three years yeah we've, we've moved the needle there and then now we're we're working really hard to to get a little bit in front of kind of the accelerator series like we know the accelerator series isn't for everybody there's a, a lot of pitching that goes into that there's a lot of time and energy that you that founders have to put into that program so now yeah. we're working to build out kind of more of a more of a piece on just connecting founders to advisors and to mentors and maybe co-founders even too. So. Wow. And so, so let's speak to that for a little bit, because for some of our listeners, maybe they're first time founders in Montana or in the, in the Rockies at large, like what, what is an accelerator program? And specifically, maybe once you do that, maybe to also describe like how early stage is approaching being Montana's accelerator program. Yeah. So, I mean, in general, I'll just kind of describe like like kind of how the accelerator model works is kind of the definition of, of an accelerator is that it's it's cohort based. And a lot of times, a lot of the, the big accelerators that you hear about, like the Y Combinator, they actually take equity in the companies that they accept into their cohorts. So the idea is that it's, it's essentially, a, it's oftentimes a 12-week training program where the, the cohort is put in a, a classroom and exposed to training modules, everything from startup strategies, exit strategies, funding, term sheets, value proposition, go-to-market strategies, all of, you know, basically it's like a boot camp for high growth potential company. And at the end of it, the, the idea is that deals should be made. So they do, a lot of accelerators will do kind of a, a demo days style event and show off all of the, the companies and how far they've come throughout the course of the accelerator. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes the, that was a great explanation. Perfect. Very succinct and, and right on. Sometimes people get the perception that it's sort of like they, they people watch Silicon Valley, the TV show, the TV series, or they watch Shark Tank and they're like, like that it's this like magical, mythical, fun, crazy, wild, made for Hollywood thing. <laughs> what, how would you debunk that? Like what actually goes on in, 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 in these, in the programming? Oh, that's funny. I think what actually happens is you sit in a room and you're like, just you're, you think so hard and you get like kind of, you throw so many things at the wall throughout the course of the week that you just try to see what sticks. And you also get so many different kind of pieces of advice and you get so you're connected to mentors and advisors throughout this that are just like constantly like kind of throwing darts at your strategy and asking you to justify every single one of your assumptions 
And I think that at the end of it, what you figure out is like your true north. You figure mm-hmm. out like how to take advice, like how to debunk bad advice, how to say no, how to like coachability is a big thing that we look for. But it's also like we want somebody to be able to justify like we're not going to do that. And here's why. <laughs> that's that's really what yeah. we're, we're kind of hoping that that startups figure out through the course of a week. So. Yeah. So, I mean, essentially what you, just to say it, I mean, it's not, it's the opposite of glory, glorious storytelling. It's, it's really grounding Mm -hmm. and, and it's, it's hard work and transparency and like the truth, the truth hurts sometimes, but it gets you, gets you where you need to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think that is like a big, uh, a big piece about like tech startups in general is that transparency is uh, is kind of the key to de-risking your company. And that's also a, a pretty significant key to seeking outside investment as well. And so as long as you're, you become kind of comfortable in, in talking through things that should be transparent, things that should be on the table, I think that's a really good exercise for all of our founders. For sure. And Specifically with early stage Montana, which is our 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 state's accelerator programming, what's what's unique about that as yeah. opposed to like other tech stars or Y Combinator or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Pat, in in his wisdom and starting this program, kind of recognized like a twelve week program. That's not exactly what we need. That's a little bit too intense. We don't we want to make people kind of come to us in some sort of like place driven type of program like this needs to be we want to make this accessible for Montana's founders and so Montana's an enormous state and so we want to make it short we need to make it sweet and we need to make it accessible and so that's I think the biggest differentiator for early stage Montana and our program is that we take no equity. It's a completely free program. So in, in that it's, it's very accessible. We work really hard. I I fundraise to try to make sure that we can get startup founders from, from the high line down to Bozeman, spend a week getting exposure to, to the programming that we offer. So that's kind of the, the biggest piece, the biggest differentiator from the Y Combinator. We don't take any equity. We're not going to take a piece of your company once you complete it. And it's it's a five-day, 50-hour, like short and sweet, but also pretty intense program. And it's very, very much like kind of led by entrepreneurs, like the idea of like who we're who we're curating as mentors and advisors and who we're inviting to attend and, and help in during the breakout sessions with our founders are, you know, all people that have you know started and, and sold a business successfully. And so really feel like that's a, a pretty vital component of our programming as well as again, the people. Yeah. I'll tell you, I, I, my exposure to the programming has also been super impressed with how you're matchmaking specifically, not just, oh, they were successful, but a lot of time successful in a similar industry, which isn't always hard to source in Montana. How do you do that? How do you find and matchmake mentors for the program? It's funny. That's been something like that, like wrapping my head around. I think I had a hard time. Like, how are we, how am I going to find these people? But honestly, that's been a pretty easy thing to do. And it's getting easier too, but I would say that the main 
thing that has been kind of magical about this program is that like back to the people like Montanans really want to give back. They have this like incredibly generous spirit and it's so fun and it's still pretty novel that we've got these gritty startup founders that want to make something happen. And fortunately, we also have this whole population of people that that love Montana and have chosen maybe had a career for Fortune 500 company and have chosen Montana to retire. And so they have all of this knowledge and they're not using it when they're, you know, on the slopes or fly fishing. And so like early stage Montana and our mentorship program is like a, a real place to kind of meaningful, meaningfully connect those, those two populations. And, and honestly, it's been pretty easy to source and make those connections. Awesome. All right. So I have, it's just kind of going to be a silly setup question, but I think you'll handle it well. So Techstars is in Boulder, Y Combinators in Mountain View. Where is early stage Montana? (laughs) Montana. Well, right now I'm in my living room. (laughs) Tell us about, I love the way it's set up though. I love the way you run the programming annual. I think it's super unique. I haven't heard of anyone else that really does it this way. So please describe for to our listeners what uh, where you are Totally. Well, so we are location agnostic and the requirement in order to uh, kind of get involved in our programs is that that you are based in Montana. So we we exist to serve the state of Montana, if you will. And so the way that we get away with being location agnostic is that we run a lot of our programming online. But then when we're doing in-person events and we're recruiting for the Accelerator Series, we run regional showcase events in different locations throughout the state. So we have a regional showcase where we uh, we source for our cohort in Billings, source for our cohort in Bozeman, and another one for Western Montana in, in Missoula. So we we do what we can to, to travel the state and make sure that we're, we're finding entrepreneurs where we are or where they are. <laughs> I love it. And I got to say for any of the investors in the listening audience that are always looking for a good reason to come to Montana, these regional showcases for early stage Montana are a good reason to come to Montana. What time of year? When when do they usually happen? Yes. So they, we tend to have the uh, regional showcases in the spring. So basically the way that the entire series works is that a series of three regional events, those happen kind of this year, they were in July and I don't see myself changing that anytime soon. Then we, we get everybody together for the actual hyper accelerator training program in a physical location, because we feel like that's really important that we actually get together and see the whites of one another's eyeballs and, and really work through all these strategies together. That changes too. I mean, I've been to one in Billings. I've been to the yeah. most recent, this year was in Bozeman. So that yeah. even rotates around too, which yep. is cool. Absolutely. It's like essentially where we where we can see that there's a community that has critical mass where we can get everybody there. We've got basically all we're looking for is we need to have 50 advisors or mentors that are willing to show up and dedicate a full day to to, to working with entrepreneurs. And then we just need to find a location that's big enough to house the cohort and that many people. And, and other than that, we would we would be more than willing to, to go to Shelby, Montana, if they could, if they would have us and they had 50, uh, 50 advisors and mentors that would make it work. 
All right, Shel- All right, Shelby, you heard it here. Let's get that next programming. You can do it. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, very cool. Yeah. So what What about this year? So we did the, the regional showcases over. You mm-hmm. did the Hyper Accelerator was a week or so Last ago. Last week. Last week. Okay, yeah. great. Now what? Is anything big coming up? Anything exciting? Oh, thanks for the setup, Les. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as I mentioned, accelerator programs culminate in the demo days. And we have our own version of demo days, which we call the statewide showcase. And I would argue that it's significantly cooler than any demo days you'll attend because it's just really, it's more than just demo days. Like, yes, we want to like brag about all of the incredible incredible innovations that are coming out of the state of Montana, but it's also like a huge celebration of kind of the tech economy and what's happening here in the state. And so it's just a a fun excuse to get together. So that is coming up next month. So basically we just sent our cohort through the hyper accelerator. We're going to give them a month to catch up on emails after being out of the office all week last week and hone their pitches And then we are going to come back together in Bozeman on the 20th of October, and we are going to have our statewide showcase. So I invite everyone to attend. It'll be both in person and virtual. So there's really no reason not to attend on the 20th. Wonderful. Well, let me mark my calendar because I don't want to miss it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you can, any teasers? I mean, I, I'm always amazed by the types of companies that just pop up in the state and really fun stuff. Any teaser you can get without naming names of companies or people, can you give us a flavor of the types of companies that are going to be showcased this year at the, the, the statewide showcase? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, full disclosure, if you go to uh, LinkedIn and you follow Early Stage Montana on LinkedIn, you'll be able to read about each each startup that was in this year's cohort and learn more about them. But I will say that, honestly, like I said, pivots were made and strategies were certainly tweaked during this year's Hyper Accelerator. So I think kind of what the company was going into that Hyper Accelerator and what they're going to look like on the night of the 20th are going to be two very different things. But I would say we're we're very excited. We're featuring solutions for measuring snowpack, the the amount of moisture in snowpack. We have a an innovative company that is a MSU spin-off that is building out computing solutions for mission critical events and they're actually working with NASA. We've got a firm based in Butte that is doing a lovely and elegant solution for detecting pests and bed bugs in, yeah, wow. <laughs> in, uh, in apartments. So, I mean, there, it goes on, but yeah, we're just, it's been really fun. I mean, honestly, it took me a couple of days to kind of wrap my head around like how innovative some of these companies were because they, they are very much like, technical, impressive companies, but they they all have pretty significant opportunities that they are they're solving for. So it's exciting. From, from bed bugs to space computers. <laughs> I mean that is pretty much that's yeah. a range. <laughs> I, yeah. I would love to hear the pivot, like how you pivot <laughs> from like 
being a hamburger factory to like making space computers. Or like, I'm sure that wasn't an actual. That, no. Okay. So the pivot isn't going to be that mind blowing. Oh, like nobody, okay. nobody went to, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I mean, you just had me spinning. I was like, whoa. All right. But I will what? say like, just in listening to all of these pitches, like moving, like just in your own mind as an audience member, moving from space computers to bed bugs, like yeah. it's not, it's, it's an exercise. It's a mental exercise and being able to kind of think through all of these uh, market opportunities. For sure. And, <laughs> and I, I think what folks will find, the more you look at Montana startups, the more you find founders that the reason why they're working on these wild and crazy solutions is because they have a lot of time in the saddle, like with you know subject matter expertise in these really cool niche areas. So it'll so be true. so much fun to watch. Anyway, Absolutely. what about past cohorts? Like how... How are they doing? It's uh, yeah, the 2018, the 2019 cohorts. Like, how how are they doing? Did they yeah. have they raised any money? Are they like what what's going on? You know that I'm so glad you asked that. So we have a, a number that we love to tout. So we we do keep track kind of on a on a macro scale, like, you know, how much money have they raised? How many jobs have they created? That's kind of how we evaluate our success. Even though we know we're not directly impacting those things, we do feel like we've had a hand in in uh, some of their successes. And we know that uh, our, our alumni have raised over $50 million in capital in three years and have gone on to create at least 50 jobs that we know of. So that's kind of what we, we anticipate. We expect big things out of these guys. So it's been fun. So I got to tell you, that's, that's a phenomenal statistic. And I did not know that. But if you, look at, if you look at venture prior to 2015 in Montana, on average, statewide on a yearly basis, it was about one to three million bucks a year paid into the state. It typically put Montana at 49th or 50th or 51st, if you count Puerto Rico, I guess, in, yeah. the, in the country, 50 million in three years, that is moving the needle. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 We're really excited about that. You know, I mean, but that's that to say, it's interesting. I was just doing some research kind of on like a researcher out of University of Minnesota studies kind of accelerators and their impact on businesses and on local economies. And she found that businesses that go through accelerator programs are actually significantly more likely to wind down after going through an accelerator program. And I was like, oh, boy, is that demoralizing for this entire cohort? So I don't need to be like, these guys are all flying now. Like, we've certainly had some businesses that have wound down as a result of going through sure. the accelerator and we're totally fine with that. Like that's actually another great signal. And that honestly, that's probably a metric that we're going to start tracking because like at the end of the day, like the, the whole like fail fast mantra, like they're, they're living it, they're doing it. And, and we're okay with seeing that too. For sure. And I'm sure they're the same, they're kind of founders that'll probably be right back in a cohort before you know it. Right. With absolutely. the next thing. So, yeah, very cool. absolutely. Yeah. So I, I heard switching gears a little bit. I heard some other exciting news recently. Tell me about the SBA's growth accelerator fund. Yeah. What can you yeah. share? Yeah. Oh, I can share all kinds of stuff. So we're really excited. This is, yeah, a, a program that I, I believe has been in existence for quite some time. This is the first time early stage Montana's applied for it. And essentially we were selected to be the recipient of this $50,000 prize. 
And it, it's because we plan to use the funds to expand our programming. And like I said, we we're running events in Billings, Bozeman, and Missoula, and we really want to reach more markets in Montana. And so we applied for this, this funding because we wanted to move the needle and start accessing startup founders in Kalispell and Great Falls and, and in more parts of the state in Helena. And so that's really what we're going to use this money for. We're going to, I'm not sure if it will extend into like actual, actually running showcase events in those markets, but it does mean that we want to make sure that we're building out better connections. So maybe we'll have office hours. We'll essentially be be hitting the highways and making sure that we are sourcing for more startups and more markets in 2022. Exciting news. What about crystal ball time? If you were to kind of try to predict, I mean, most people, when they think Montana startup ecosystem, they think Missoula, Bozeman, that's kind of where the, a lot of the center of gravity is. What's what's next? Where, where should we be watching? Well, I mean... I guess with all of the investor activity and just all of the activity in general, I guess I would probably follow the real estate market and look to the Flathead. There's a lot happening up at the Flathead right now. There's so Callis, Kalispell, Whitefish. Kalispell, Whitefish, absolutely. Yeah, so I guess it's like maybe like where the best skiing is is also where we should be looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I hear Big Fork's nice too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Maybe that's the leading indicators. In that sense, I would I would put my money on the flathead. Probably is like the next place that's going to have some exciting uh, startup announcements, and then then maybe after that, Red Lodge. That's a bold. dark horse prediction, but, but Red Lodge <laughs> is it's spectacular. I've been there. It's really a great town. This Red Lodge is what sold me on Montana as an eight-year-old. So, I, yeah, I would love for them to see some some startup activity. Some more so many, activity. so many beautiful places and great communities worth seeing in Montana. That's for sure. Absolutely. What What does the future look like for early stage Montana? I mean, so much exciting going on. So much exciting with you being hired as the executive director. Where Where are you taking this? Where are you taking it, Jenny? <laughs> oh man, I mean, there's. I think that like, while there is a lot of exciting stuff to do, it's like, God, there's, there's still so much that I would love to accomplish and I want to accomplish it tomorrow. But I think that at the end of the day, what we need to do is create kind of a better bucket or a better platform to connect mentors, advisors, investors, and founders. And so that's really what our our next iteration is going to look like. It's, I mean, it's magic to see it happen in person at the Hyper Accelerator and then at the statewide showcase where we're all kind of celebrating. But yeah, we're, we're probably gonna or we need to build out more kind of monthly online programming. So we need to kind of start coupling industries together, peers from an industry together. We need to start putting together startups that are maybe at the same stage of their development. We need to start kind of just putting together just online resources for Mm -hmm. problem solving or digital resources or maybe different platforms or reviews, kind of just just all kinds of like ways to, to help our, our startup community. So that's the idea. Very cool. Well, I can't wait to see it unfold in the, in the coming months and years. What to, to extend that kind of one, one, one more page in the book, 
What do you, what's your view of the future for tech startups in Montana? Hmm. I mean, I am, I am an optimist and I'm obviously pretty bullish on the tech economy and tech startups in Montana, but it's, it's mostly just because we're, we're getting all of the, the inputs into really making an innovation ecosystem tick here. And I've been at this level, I've been more enthusiastic and I've got more kind of data to support that we really are in a good place. Like I, I, I see us following in the footsteps of, you know, economies that are, are really, you know, pushing the needle. We're not going to be San Francisco. We're not going to be Austin. And that's not what we're trying to do. We're not even trying to be Salt Lake City or Kansas City. We're we're going to have our own flavor of what startup ecosystems look like. And we're going to make it authentic and we're going to make it kind of Montana driven and Montana led. But it's also there. It will not be for lack of knowledge capital or energy or passion. <laughs> so. It's a very eloquent way of, of saying, a very Montana way of saying what we're gonna, what we're gonna be. I love it. It's great. Yeah, I know it's it's pretty high level. I'm not gonna like make any predictions on like when we're gonna have like a unicorn exit out of Montana, but I think or a decacorn our lifetime. exit either. There we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someday, maybe. Someday, maybe. But we, even if we don't get it, that's okay. No big deal. Yeah, exactly. Because we still got Montana. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Jenny, thank you so much for being on the show. I am so glad that all the times that whatever forces have tried to drag you away, you have found a way to stay because we're so lucky to have you in this ecosystem. And and once again, congratulations again on, on your new role. Can you please tell our audience where they can find you and Early Stage Montana online? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I would say social media wise, I'm most active on LinkedIn. So just look up Early Stage MT. And then as far as our, our website goes and to purchase tickets for the upcoming statewide showcase, you can find those on our website at earlystagemt.org. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Found in the Rockies. You can find links in the show notes or go to our podcast page at nextfrontiercapital.com to get links and contact information for today's guests. If you like what you heard and want more, please rate, review, and subscribe to get notified as our new episodes drop. We'll see you next time.